Hi everyone, good morning and welcome to our podcast for this second Sunday of Lent. It's Nicola here and it's great to be with you this week. We're going to be delving a bit more into one of these really iconic stories from the Old Testament, the story of Abraham and Sarah. I absolutely love this story. It's one of the um, stories I often share with children because it's so foundational and has so many themes about um, God's promises and the idea of journey in life um, and the ideas of family um, and how we're all connected. So there's so much in it and Brenda's going to be sharing some thoughts with us um, on how we might read this story for our situation today. It also follows the um, readings in our Lent booklet. So if you don't have that, the Lent booklet is based around um, reflections for each week and then some ideas for you to take some of the themes of that reading out into a walk um, uh, when you're out on your daily walk or um, just having some time perhaps with the family. So a really practical set of reflections um, and I hope you get a lot from them. So um, do let us know if you'd like a copy of that. I'm going to pop one up on the website as well today. So do check out our website if you would like a copy of that and you don't already have one. So let's begin with our opening prayer. Father, as we have journeyed here today, we remember our journey with you. As we remember all of our steps along the way, we thank you that you have journeyed with us. As we bow before you, our covenant God, we claim the promises of Jesus, that as we journey in his name, we may know the presence of Jesus with us. Amen. And this is our special prayer for this second week of Lent. Almighty God, by the prayer and discipline of Lent, may we enter into the mystery of Christ's sufferings and by following in his way, come to share in his glory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our reading is from the book of Genesis, the first book of the Bible, and it starts in chapter 17 at the first verse. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty, Walk before me and be blameless, and I will make my covenant between me and you, and will make you exceedingly numerous. Then Abram fell on his face, and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You shall be the ancestor of a multitude of nations. No longer shall you be named Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For I have made you the ancestor of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you, and your offspring after you throughout their generations, for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. God said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. I will bless her, and moreover, I will give you a son by her. I will bless her, and she shall give rise to nations. Kings of people shall come from her. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. Hello everyone, this is Brenda with a bit of a reflection on the past week. 
Now, if you're reading the Lent booklet and following the podcasts, you would have seen that last week we heard about God's promise to Noah, his covenant that he would never again wipe out humankind like he did in the flood. And for this week, we carry on the theme of God's covenants and so hear about God's covenant with Abraham and Sarah. By the way, I looked up the word covenant and it's described as a solemn binding mutual agreement between two parties. So in biblical terms, this usually refers to the relationship between God and his people. Now, at the beginning of our Genesis reading for today, our two main characters are named Abram and Sarai. Now, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's S-A-R-A-I. And they are a good age as we're told that Abraham was 99 years old when God reminded him of the covenant he made with him. God told him that he would greatly increase his numbers. He would be the ancestor of many nations if he would walk before God and be blameless. But this is not just about Abraham. There is a promise here also to Sarai. God will bless her and give her a son. So the covenant was with both of them, and this will in turn have implications, not just for their family, but for the people of the whole earth. They would be exceedingly fruitful. On the earth today, as we battle with the effects and challenges of the global pandemic and of climate change, we're more than ever aware of our interconnectedness and the way in which one person's action has implications for the whole world's future. We're told that we all need to cooperate to get the pandemic and indeed climate change under control if we and our descendants are to have a chance. Particularly at this point in the pandemic, we need to work together and follow the latest guidelines, almost impossible as it sometimes seems, and we're getting very weary. Trusting God has never seemed so difficult. For Abram, the promise was not realised instantly. And maybe it's good to be reminded that God's promises come with God's timing. Abram had a hope against hope, but he waited for its fulfilment. And therein lay his faithfulness, his part in the covenant. And really the covenant with Abram is about potential. I will make nations of you. And if we have read the rest of the story, we will have the privilege of knowing that the promise was eventually fulfilled. But in this particular part of the story, Abram and Sarai were being reminded by God of the promise he had made earlier to them. But this does seem to be crunch time as their names are changed just as their lives are about to change and take on a, whole, a totally new direction for the remainder of their lives. And yet we're told that Abram is 99 already. But I guess if we're open to possibilities, we might be called into a new relationship with God at any stage of life, even in our senior years. When I felt a pull towards training for ministry, I joined a group of people in their 50s, 60s and 70s all looking slightly bewildered as to what God was doing in their lives, but all being renewed spiritually and going in a new direction as we progressed through training together. 
And we certainly changed over the years. And through our ministries, we hope that the love of God has been communicated to many people. And so we hope we've been fruitful as well as faithful. God says to Abram that his name shall be Abraham, the father or the ancestor of many. Sarai became Sarah, the princess of many. And me and my colleagues, were our names changed? Well, yes, in a way. But we certainly change as people because more has been revealed as we've grown into ministry of the people God always intended us to be. And you might know an Abraham or a Sarah, a person who's been called into new covenant with God for some purpose that's opened up new possibilities in their own life as well as enriching other people's lives. Me and John went for our first vaccination injection last week and that was actually a lovely experience apart from the needle of course well even that was all right it was really efficient and encouraging place full of people who were clearly called to be there many people doing things they hadn't done before and pulling together to help change people's lives a great experience and it gives us all hope for the future such people encourage all of us to risk ourselves in trusting God to lead us to something different. Despite the name changes, though, Abraham and Sarah were still full of doubts. But despite their doubt, God proceeds with the plan. For most of us, if we're honest, the Christian journey is an experience of lurching between conviction and doubt. And we can perhaps look to the experiences of Abraham and Sarah for reassurance. But we can also look to Abraham as an example of faithfulness. Somehow he stuck to his side of the agreement, the covenant. And so he was able to perceive the work of God when it was manifest. Abraham is called to be a blessing. In him all the families of the earth will be blessed. Here is the good gift of God who is pure goodness, the God who is love. The children of Abraham are to be seen as the gift of the God who is life and gives life. Paul, writing to both Gentile and Jewish believers, says that all who follow Abraham's example of faith are his real heirs and are the inheritors of God's promise. So as we think of those promises, let's end with a prayer. Father God, you called Abraham and Sarah to be fruitful and a blessing to the whole world. Forgive us that we often settle for productivity, limiting our potential by merely meeting targets. Open us up, Lord, to the possibility of flourishing even under the present circumstances. Give us the courage to undergo the pruning which will enable growth. Whether we are in the springtime of new growth or the autumn of letting go so that new life can spring up. Keep us mindful of your promise to be our lifeblood, your energy coursing through us, giving us strength to live your good news. Through Christ who is our life. Amen.
pouring out the oil of love as my worship to you. In surrender I must give my every part. Don't receive the sacrifice of a broken heart. Jesus, what can I give? What can I bring to so faithful a friend, to so loving a king? Savior, what can be said? What can be sung as the praise of your name for the things you have done? Oh, my words could not tell. Not even in part of the debt of love that is owed by this thankful heart. You deserve my every breath, for you paid the great cost, giving up your life to death, even death on a cross. You took all my shame away, then defeated my sin, opened up the gates of hell, and have beckoned me in. Jesus, what can I give, what can I bring, to so faithful a friend, to so loving a king? Savior, what can be said, what can be sung, as the praise of your name, for the things you have not even in part of the debt of love that is owed by this thankful heart. Jesus, what can I give? What can I bring to so faithful a friend, to so loving a king? Savior, what can be said? What can be sung as a for people of faith who follow your calling and remain true to you. We pray for all who, like Abraham and Sarah, must leave their homeland. We turn our minds to those things that haven't reached us in the news recently as concerns have been closer to home. Remembering that people are still displaced, people are still without homes. People still must travel as refugees to new places far away. God of our ancestors, hear our prayer today. God of Abraham and Sarah, we pray for those who long for children just as Abraham and Sarah did. We pray for those who care for other people's children for those children that are seeking homes and families to love them and care for them. We pray for all those in our social services 
social workers and family finders and adoption supporters. We pray for foster families in our community. We pray for safety for all children who suffer. God of our ancestors, hear our prayer today. God of Abraham and Sarah, who were promised to be the mother and father of great nations and kings and leaders. We pray for the leaders of the nations, for presidents and prime ministers, for kings and queens, for local government politicians and for tribal chiefs. We pray for all those who have the power and authority to affect other people's lives. And we particularly pray for those now who have the power to distribute the COVID vaccinations. And we pray for an equitable distribution and that protection would reach the most vulnerable regardless of resources. God of our ancestors, hear our prayer today. God of Abraham and Sarah, we pray for those who are old, for those who inspire us with stories of the past, for those who suffer in their later years in sickness or loneliness. We pray for those who have felt isolated in this last year, who have missed contact with friends and neighbours and who so desperately want to return to normal life. We pray, Lord, that your resolve, your courage would stay with them in these last few months of restrictions. God of our ancestors, hear our prayer today. And we say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. So a couple of notices for you about what will be happening in the next few weeks. Next Sunday, um, the 7th of March, we will be having a Zoom service together and we've changed our service order around a little bit. This um, Sunday, this week, would have been a Zoom, Zoom service, but we've swapped it around because um, Alison is going to be preaching for us, which is really exciting, um, her first time sharing a talk with us in church. So we really wanted that to be over Zoom rather than on a podcast. So do join us for that one. Um, I'm sure you're all going to be hugely supportive of her um, and looking forward to it as much as we are. We're also going to meet on Zoom for Sunday the 14th of March because that of course is Mothering Sunday. So we are, um, it's in the works, the plans for that one, very St Barnabas about it, we still haven't quite decided. Um, but we are going to have some really fun activities during that so um, yeah, just to celebrate mothering and motherhood um, that day. So do join us and we'll be getting hopefully some craft bits out to you for that as well. And so we finish with this blessing prayer all about our journey onwards with God. May God bless to you the earth beneath your feet and the path where you go. May God bless to you the things of your desire 
all you need to live and to love. As he was at your life's beginning, may he be so at its end. And as at your soul's shaping, your creator, sustainer and friend. Amen. So go and continue on your life's journey, knowing that God is with you each step of the way. And may the God of peace bring you every blessing with which to serve him and make his will known. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be all glory and honour, now and for ever. Amen.